Welcome to a day of prayer. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. Together, let's engage in relationship with Christ through prayer, faith, and His Word. Good morning. I'm Promise, and you're listening to Day of Prayer's Morning Bible Study. We're glad you could join us, but before we get into the Word, let's open up in prayer. Lord, I just thank you for today. I just thank you for being our God and just being omnipotent, and you're everywhere and know what we're doing. Lord, I also just thank you for just being our Father and caring about us. In the name of Jesus, amen. Amen. In Jesus' name, amen. And amen. Well, thank you, sir. That was wonderful. You're and thank you to everyone that's joined us as we continue our study on the Lord's house. Mm-hmm. Um, hope you're all being blessed and getting a lot out of this. I, I know we all are um, that are here. Amen. And um, also, I want to I want to give you everyone the opportunity and you know just to understand if you are in the Hampton Roads area, please you, you can join us in person. Just reach out uh, and contact us either through our website at dayofprayer.org or through our email at ministry at a day of mm-hmm. We'd love to connect with you and get to know you. And of course, first and foremost, study the word together, right? That's, that's how we all learn and grow. So, mm-hmm. and also for anyone that has been blessed, we'd ask that you like the episode or episodes that you subscribe to the channel or any number of the platforms that, a day of prayer can be found on, and that you also share it with someone else so they too can learn and grow in their walk and their relationship with Christ. Amen. 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 Thank you. So, with that being said, we are again going to reread Exodus 26, 1 through 15, because we are still discussing the boards, the sockets, and the bars in the structure and frame and structure of the tabernacle or the tent of meeting. So can I get a volunteer to read that section of scripture, please? I will. All right, Layla. And for the tabernacle, you shall make the boards of acacia wood standing upright. Ten cubits shall be the length of a board, and a cubit and a half shall be the width of each board. Two tenons shall be in each board for binding one to another. Thus you shall make for all the boards of the tabernacle. And you shall make the boards for the tabernacle twenty boards for the south side. You shall make forty sockets of silver under the twenty boards. Two sockets under each of the boards for its two tenons. And for the second side of the tabernacle, the north side, there shall be twenty boards, and there forty sockets of silver. Two sockets under each of the boards. For the far side of the tabernacle, westward, you shall make six boards, and you shall also make two boards for the two back corners of the tabernacle. They shall be coupled together at the bottom, and they shall be coupled together at the top by one ring. Thus it shall be for both of them. They shall be for the two corners. So there shall be eight boards with their sockets of silver, sixteen sockets, two sockets under each of the boards. And you shall make five bars of acacia wood, five for the boards on one side of the tabernacle, five bars for the boards on the other side of the tabernacle, and five bars for the boards of the side of the tabernacle, for the far side westward. 
The metal bar shall pass through the midst of the boards from end to end. You shall overlay the boards with gold, make their rings of gold as holders for the bars, and overlay the bars with gold. And you shall raise up the tabernacle according to its pattern which you are shown on the mountain. Amen. Amen. So at this time, we are again going to open the floor for each of you to share with the Holy Spirit speaking and ministering to you and ask any questions that you have. So we'd like to begin. Mama, did you want to go? No, go ahead, sweetheart. Oh. Well, the Lord was talking to me about how, especially with verse 30, where it said that Moses had to do exactly to how the Lord commanded and help. Moses didn't go, oh, I don't think the bases are going to stick, so I'm going to put spikes on the bottom. Mm. He didn't do that because that would have ruined the whole design. Amen. So he didn't prejudge God's design from a distance and alter it to do what he thought would be right. He listened and followed the pattern that God set for him. Is that right? Yes. Amen. Amen. I, I can see that in myself at times. Like I'll... Um, I'll look from a distance and go, God, you know, and I'll try to view it um, <laughs> through the spirit realm. What do I do? I, it doesn't seem like that's going to work. And I, I, without actually taking the steps to do what God says, I'll try to look from a distance and see how I think it'll measure up and let that be my determining factor if I'm going to take steps forward and what God said to me or not. And it, it almost slides in like second nature. I'll find myself doing it without actually even ever intentionally going, God, I'm not going to trust you. I don't trust you in this. But I'll find that it shows up and then the Holy Spirit will get my attention and go, Kamisha, what are you doing? And then I'll go, oh, man, okay, I'm just going to do what you said, Lord. I don't have to see it or perceive it and imagine it in my mind what you said is going to work out or how, all the details of how it's going to work out. I can just trust that you being the all-knowing God knew what you were talking about, you know what you're saying, and I can just walk in that and I can just do it. So Moses trusted God without trying to lean on his own perspective or his own understanding. He acknowledged God and as being God and was able to carry out what the Lord wanted. Amen. Amen, promise. Anyone else? You know, John, we were kind of talking um, after the last <clears throat> um, episode. And, um, again, that contractor uh, component comes out in me and just mm -hmm. thinking about the magnitude. Um, and you asked me to share that, so I'm going to share that. But I'm also going to back up just a second. Number one, just um, we, uh, we're looking at some pretty interesting images that um, it's difficult um, when you're just listening to envision. So if you... Um, you can find these images, you know, on the internet pretty easy. But if you want to see the ones that we're using, all you have to do is email ministry at a day of prayer dot org, so we can uh, get you that information. Just request it; we'll make sure we send it to you. Uh, no strings attached, nothing to buy, no email to submit, nothing, mm -hmm. nothing like that. Not trying to sign you up, but just want you to see and share because um, there is so much uh, of a visual component to all this. And as John said, if you want to join us, we'd love to have you. John, you left out one thing that we do uh, with regularity when we meet. I did, but you could share that, brother. Well, uh, one of the boys, what, what's one of the things we do almost every time we meet? Uh, we eat a meal together? We eat a meal together, <laughs> yes, sir. And the food's always good. So we'd love for you to join us if you're going to be in the Hampton Roads area of Virginia. 
and share a meal with us as well too we believe fellowship happens with a with a meal and so we're always blessed to do that and we would be blessed to have you Amen. we certainly thank everybody that does support this ministry with your prayers and uh, with your fellowship to people able to come your finances and um, you can visit a day of prayer.org on the website and you can find ways to give and to participate and and all the ways that you can be a part of this ministry. Um, but certainly, whatever the Lord is leading you, that's all we ask you to do. Mm-hmm. Any way we can help you with that, just let us know. So um, when we were talking about the size of the boards, we were talking about the weight of the bases and everything in our last present, uh, our last podcast. And, um, again, the imagery really helps having a picture to look at it. But um, if you have um, these bases lined up on the ground and you stick a board in them and then all these loops that hold the bars that interweave them together they're not going to work if you don't put it on a level base and so i was kind of sharing mainly with kamisha um i kind of envisioned um a reverse assembly line imagine if you're building a car and it's going down the assembly line and the first thing that happens is the chassis and it goes to the next station and they put the wheels on it and it goes to the next station they put the engine in it It goes to the next station and they put the seats in it whatever as it goes down the assembly line well you you couldn't build the temple each time in an assembly line but the people could move through like an assembly line Hmm. so i kind of envisioned that um you know, we would show up. Here we are, the Israelites. We're going through the wilderness, and the cloud stops. It's like, oh, this is the spot. And so um, I immediately know that uh, maybe one of my responsibilities is to get my shovel and start clearing a level path or a level place for all the bases to sit upon so that they're all level. But as soon as I'm doing that, there's another crew right behind me setting the bases in place. And as each base is getting set in place, there's another crew coming right behind putting the boards up and so forth and so on. That the they erected it rather quickly. I have no idea what that time frame was, but I don't think it took long, especially when we see references where they would have, um, the cloud would have rested in the afternoon. They would have set up the temple and the, and the cloud lifted in the morning. They had to tear it back down again. So um, mm-hmm. they had to be able to do it quickly and they had to work together as a team, each very well knowing his task and how dependent all the other people were to get their task accomplished on mine doing it right and quickly. That's right. Like That's what I was saying. They couldn't have taken two weeks to do it and then, you know, to get one thing set up and, you know, then try to stay in pace with God. That just wouldn't have worked. They had to be pretty prompt about it. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure God gave them the strategy because he did everything else. Why would he leave that part out and say, now you figure it out? But yeah, keep not, it holy while keep it holy while you're going. A lot of orchestration, mm-hmm. a lot of orchestration to really get everything off of however it was transported, whether it was carts or sleds or whatever it was, and get it right back on. It was a there was a rhythm, I'm sure, to that that just made it happen. Not even much just to protect it. I mean, you think we got these boards there overlaid with gold? You can't just be banging them around because you're going to stacking them on yeah. top of each other with the rings and all that, and not break the rings off. Or God, yeah. God is amazing. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Well, but it also shows another aspect, an element of our God, right? In Amos, it says it this way Surely the Lord God does nothing without revealing his plan to his servants, the prophets. Right? Mm-hmm. Didn't he say the same thing in Genesis 18 17 to Abraham? Shall I hide from Abraham what I'm about to do? So, knowing. How uh, just the sheer mass and magnitude of the tabernacle and the tent of meeting. And Dean, as you were bringing out all these elements and aspects, 
there's a time period there. It wasn't, oh, wait, the cloud's moving, and now we've just got to pick up and run, and you're, you're trying to pack and move at the same time. There's a process to this, which further shows our Lord and how he always reveals the things to us, right? Um, when Moses said it this way, when you move, we move, right? But the Lord would have to reveal when he's moving. We don't always know the destination, but it's a matter of he still reveals it to us, so we have time to prepare to make ready a people prepared for what he's doing next. And then we have that opportunity to come in line with it. And of course, there's a demonstration of trust that we have to follow him, those that have made that choice. Then we then need to continue with him, letting him lead us and guide us. Right? Yes. That matters. And those aren't the only places that he says that, right? But he reveals those things to us before it's time so we can be prepared right yes yes Yes. Mm -hmm. so no doubt that he was doing it even then because he is consistent Mm -hmm. he is faithful right Yes. yes okay what else oh one thing that the Lord's pointing out to me here was that before he even uh, pointed out how to build the base, he did the curtains first. Not necessarily in the structure, but he gave the, um, if you look at it in dead on your diagrams, he gave all the curtains stuff that's going to cover the frame first. Mm-hmm. Then he gave them how they're going to build the frame. And the Lord is showing me here was that how it relates to our life is that the Lord first covers us. He doesn't ask us to build ourselves up, and then he's going to try to come in and bless it. Mm-hmm. How we think in our own life, like mm-hmm. mommy say, you build something, and then you try to bring some Jesus dust on it and say, Lord, bless it. And how the Lord is saying that he covers us first, so that way we can go and do it in his power and in his might, not our own. Mm-hmm. And then we'll be built up on the inside, not the other way around. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. Glory to God for that. Absolutely. Glory to God. Amen, sir. What else? I don't have anything. Wait. Did you say wait? <laughs> yeah, I thought I heard a wait. Mari, do you have anything? Um, I did, but... Well, uh, sure, honey, huh? Sorry, my mind changed gears. Um, mm-hmm. Well, one thing I did kind of ponder as we were looking at this was that this is a completely different style of building than they were used to in Egypt. Mm-hmm. They were working with bricks and mortar and mixing that. And even that God gave them wisdom to do it. Even when you look at the, the people of God today, um, Jewish people today, they still have a supernatural um, inclination for like science and building and things of that nature. And I believe God gave them that gift. He gave it to others as well. But that's something that I can see continually working. I don't know if it's just that God puts that in them or their faith is already inclined in that way because that's how they've known God in the past. But this was a different style for them than what they were used to with the brick and mortar. And um, the, the trust that you mentioned, promise, that Moses had to have because he understood how to build pyramids. And they maybe even understood how to build like uh, 
clay buildings or adobe style buildings or their their homes probably look similar to the the pyramids with the blocks and things of that nature to do it maybe just a different shape but when the lord brought this in he brought in the inspiration on how to do it but also they had to be willing to go all right you're doing a new thing god i'm going with you we're trusting you in something that we've never never seen before and we're just trusting you that it's going to work it's your plan so you're going to be responsible for the outcome you're going to um make it work out because what i'm looking at looks nothing like a pyramid <laughs> it just doesn't it, it's not made of uh, blocks of stone it's not there's no mortar in between it this is like it's more elaborate than tongue and groove but it's similar you know what i mean it's this working together and the poles are on it and the the gold and the um, fabric fabricating the uh, precious metals and working with the footings and all of those things is and then when you were talking dean i was like well how did they know it was level we have a level today or you know what i mean like or you you get the lines out or you know there's some measurement even the ingenuity to know that when it's level enough for this to go down because if there is a a you know if you <laughs> you ever try to build a stone patio and you didn't fully level the ground and you start laying your bricks and then they start you know buckling and it's kind of a waved pattern instead of a a solid click you know uh flush surface I could see that not being okay with these walls together. You wouldn't get the bar to go through on the rings because some would be elevated, some would be lower. There would be gaps under the flooring or, you know, where it was supposed to sit. And then the holiness of the Lord would be exposed and, you know, it would be out of alignment. So even that, something seems so simple to level the ground, but it's really not. It takes some effort, especially if you don't know how to do it. So I just... I appreciate that element that they had to come and align with is saying, okay, this is new to us, God. We're going to let you teach us. Not, shh, I know. Be quiet, Jesus. I got this. Yes. Mm. Mm-hmm. What else? I, well, I could say for me, um, as Mommy and Mr. Dean were describing it, first I was thinking that uh, with the Lord, he was showing me that there was some work that they had to do, but then again, it was limited. When the cloud rests on an area, it was not only suited for what it was supposed to be. That's where he wanted his tabernacle. And then the Lord was showing me that, um, I'm not, I think it's in Isaiah where he says he makes the, he smooths up mountains and brings up valleys to make it plain mm. and smooth. And how the Lord was showing me that while he gave the Israelites wisdom, it wasn't like they had to try to move a mountain themselves to try to fit in saying, Lord, why did you choose this place? But it was, hmm. I'd say, easier. Not not necessarily like it's you just slam it down and there it goes. Then it's simple to oh. do, but it's not as great or challenging because the Lord has already laid the foundation and the framework for it. So you're saying the cloud God would pick a suitable place, the best place to build or yes. to assemble, not build, but to reassemble the temple. It was going to work well here. Yes. And because he wasn't like the taskmasters, taskmasters of Egypt who said, make brick with no straw. <laughs> he provided what they needed. He wasn't, he didn't ask them to conjure it up on their own or generate it out of their own ability. 
he literally provided everything they need to include considering the, fr- the ground that they would place the temple on. Yes, and there's a two... Th- or the tent of meeting. There's two points. Uh, first is the Lord does require us to do work. Mm-hmm. We still have to be willing to do it. If everything was just gumdrops and roses, we'd all be singing kumbaya, laying on couches. Uh-huh. But that's not what happens. There's still some work we have to do, but he never gives us too much. He knew exactly, okay, I understand what you can do. I understand the limitations that you have. I'm going to wow. choose a place, but it's also going to still require you to show you me your dedication towards doing it, not just being higgledy-piggledy on it <laughs> and saying... What does that mean, sir? Throwing <laughs> it in there like a pig, how they don't really... Pigs can't do anything really okay. neatly. There's always slop and stuff everywhere. Mm. Okay. How it's not just thrown there. And saying, Lord, accept it. No, there's still work they had to do in order to show the Lord his dedication. Like you and Mommy, sometimes she asks us to get your laundry. Yes, you and Mommy could get the laundry, but it's our way of showing that we love you and we're able to go get it and take care of it. Okay. Same is true here. Uh-huh. What else? Mr. Dean? Yeah, I was just going to say, just uh, kind of, jumping off of what Kamisha said. I hadn't considered it that um, as far as the pyramids, um, God wouldn't do anything that was going to resemble anyone else anyway. He wouldn't want them to think that, right? He was making it very clear that it is not like the gods that you knew in Egypt. That's right. <laughs> I mean, I mean, really, it was, it, that, that's always been an underlying message, I think, that you know, he's making it very clear. I'm not like the other gods. and I, I don't want to be like the other gods. Don't see me as the other gods. Don't equate me to the other gods. There is no other god like me. And they are nothing. Right. The other gods. And, and thinking mm-hmm. of the, um, you know, we, we, do, we do come later in the story to find that the temple does find a permanent place. But um, as we think of the basis of this taking place, it's a reminder that our God is with us. Amen. Right, our God is is available to us always. Our God travels with us everywhere we go. Mm-hmm. Uh, an undoing of this God exists in a temple and only in a temple mm-hmm. um, that would have been prevalent in the culture, and the only place to experience that God would have been in a temple. And so, although God has His temple, it, uh, is there a deeper message of that He was always with us, and that He is Amen. definitely different. His temple is different. His ways are different. His attributes are different uh, than Amen. any other God. Because there really is no other God, but Amen. the false gods. But Amen. Well, that's what he says in his word, right? Of all other gods, I know not one. Amen. Right? But um, I love how we're we're discussing with the materials just how it all again points to Christ, right? We, they were making bricks, right, or stone, and if you travel the world, there are still even mud huts that are made, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. <clears throat> there's not really life in those things, right? But here, they're made of acacia wood, right? And yes. as we were studying this out, I'm, I'm reminded of, unless a seed falls in the ground and dies, right? Mm-hmm. It bears much fruit. So here they are. If it falls in the ground and dies, I mean, unless it happens. Unless it, it happens. Alone. It but remains it alone. Does. But if it does, it, it produces much fruit. Thank mm-hmm. you. Um, no, I was getting ahead of my thought. That's here. okay. I knew what you meant. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so here they are making something that was alive. And 
now had died for use for a purpose, right? In the, the sense of the acacia wood, which came from a tree, right? Mm-hmm. The trees themselves are incredible. There are so many types, um, and they grow all over. Um, Australia, uh, Africa, and the Sahara, the, even in South America. I mean, they're, they're all over the place. There are some places say that there are over a thousand types of acacia trees. Um, I, I think looking at it, some of the, the, I'll say most recognizable when you see pictures of Africa and the Sahara, the huge umbrella like trees that people see, oh, mm-hmm. those are acacia trees or a type of acacia tree. But in this, this tree and this, where this wood comes from, they produce fruit. Uh, seeds, pods, or peas, right? And other legumes grow off of these trees. Um, they also have, um, they grow thorns as well in dry environments. Um, and then when it, there's a lack of rain, um, they, ha- they grow more of these thorns as a strategy to protect it and protect its leaves and its fruit, right? Again, they can be all sizes, and grow in a number of different environments. They, let's see, there's there's a couple other things. There are also a number of uses, right? Um, some of them are pharmaceuticals, so medicines come from these trees, right? As well as flowers, um, food. We talked about that, uh, and even uh, some of some of what they're used for as ink. So there, and of course, it's an extremely hard and durable wood. Um, and they are very fast growing. Nice. So, and they're homes for a number of different things to include ants. Um, so they're just incredible. And uh, like each thing I was reading about these, these trees, it just reminded me of another area and aspect of life how, uh, and of life in God and how God cares for us and he protects us and he, he makes sure that we have water even when we're you know uh scriptures that we're in a dry and thirsty land and we're in the desert and you know there, there's nothing he still makes a way and provides for us and protects us and and all these things and you know the, the people in the tabernacle in this uh tent of meeting or were just reminded of this all the time they, they were walking around it they were just surrounded by all these reminders of the Lord, hmm. right? Um, so just just this incredible thing as we you know everyone was bringing this up. It was start with something that was live, but chose to die for purpose, right? And even if you go back to uh, in the New Testament where it talks about Peter, he says, "And you are being built up like living stones," right? It, it's the we are alive in him Mm -hmm. right even when we die we're alive right because he's raised us back up he will raise we will spend eternity with him phrase it more accurately Mm -hmm. right yes you have some from their bodies to be present with the lord so just as we were reading i was just reminded of all these these different areas and aspects of our god and how it pertains to our life and it's just this incredible thing to be surrounded by. And, and there was this type of wood, this acacia wood, which was throughout 
the, I mean, everything was made out of this wood, overlaid with gold and silver, and it was just incredible. So, just wanted to share that. Any anyone have anything else they want to share? No. No. Okay. Well, let's pause there for today. And with that, can I get a volunteer to close this out in prayer? I will. Lord, we just thank you, Lord. We just thank you that you are a good God, Lord. And Lord, we also just thank you for the opportunity to show that we love you, Lord. And that you allow us to go through life, Lord. And allow us to build up your strength and power, Lord. Not trying to make us do it by ourselves, Lord, and telling us to figure it out. But giving us all the tools necessary, Lord. And, Lord, we just thank you for your Holy Spirit, that he never leaves us or forsakes us, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. We love you. God bless you. And have a wonderful day. We hope you've enjoyed listening to A Day of Prayer's Morning Bible Study. This year, Pastor John and I are believing for 1,000 new partners to believe God with us and join in the work of the ministry. God is doing great things through a day of prayer, and we want you to be a part. If the Lord has placed on your heart to partner with us, please contact us online at adayofprayer.org. Click on the menu and select partner. Complete the form, and we'd love to hear from you. Thank you again. God bless you. Have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening to A Day of Prayer. We trust the Lord that you are strengthened and encouraged in your relationship with Christ. Visit us on our website, adayofprayer.org, where you can check out our blog, find additional study resources, or shop the official A Day of Prayer store. Remember, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. So until next time, take care and God bless you.